It's one o'clock. It is definitely Grigio, <laughs> Pinot Grigio 30. <laughs> Happy hours every hour, bitch. Happy quarantine day. It is day 19 for me. Have you kept oh, up? I've honestly lost count as I have also lost my damn mind. Oh, okay yeah. then. Welcome to the podcast then. <laughs> Hi y'all. Welcome back to another episode. Oh God. Pollen Jesus. Of On the Rocks with Ash and Kiki. I am Ash. I am wine drunk and also pollen high. I am Kiki. I am sipping on some yellow-tailed Pinot Grigio Ooh. out of a mason Scandalous. Jar. So I'm right here with you, girl. I'm about to be right here with you. I am currently sipping some sweet red wine from the bottle. I have like a super long straw, so I literally just put the straw in the bottle and I've been sipping ever since. Girl, straws get me in trouble. Straws is why we had that last episode (laughs) where I was talking crazy. Oh yeah, so I have no problem taking on the mantle. Um, Yay! (laughs) is liquid popsicle sweet red. Yo, so like, quick little story time. I recently yes. decided I wanted to be an amateur sommelier or sommelier, however you say it. Um, but I want you had it right. You okay? Because I was like, am I is my country ass saying this right? But um, <laughs> I really wanted to kind of get more into wine. Um, cause I realized I really like Malbecs. I like Pinot Noirs, but I wanted to really explore and I wanted to learn. I'm in the process of trying to rebuild a very nice home bar situation. So I wanted to kind of, you know, get into it. And I realized, oh, this might be something cool for me to include Jamar on. Cause Jamar has kind of gotten into craft beer. So for some odd reason, Lamp is an auntie in a defensive lineman's body, he only likes sweet wine like Moscato. <laughs> me too, me too. And, you know, he, for him, he's like, I don't want to try anything else. And for me, I like Moscato, but I also have branched out. So for in order for me to convince him to drink wine, I have to buy him sweet red. He only likes Stella Rosa Black. But I was like, we got to try something else. So I bought this brand called Liquid Popsicle. And the name is accurate. This shit, Lord have mercy, Jesus, is so it sweet. Knocks. It is. It is like diabetic. Like matter of fact, this is great drink sweet. But I feel you. It's fourteen percent alcohol content. Oh, so um, I I apologize in advance for the shit that's gonna go down on this episode. If he is into craft beer like that. Um, I know a craft beer podcast called Dumpster Beers. Ooh. You guys can find that on Angel well, um, from by two guys here in Charleston. And they do um go and interview um owners of breweries oh. and have interviews with them. So I got to hook up on y'all if y'all want that, if y'all want to listen to that too, for all my craft beer drinkers. That before. Is that yeah? It's K Boss's man. Yeah, I was listening. That's K Boss's boyfriend podcast. Whoop whoop. Yes. Whoop, whoop. Shout out to K Boss and her man. 
you mean star reminds me shout out to Benigans. i don't know where you are ben i don't know what you're doing or how you're faring in this quarantine i just want you to know i'm thinking of you like you know i love all of kiki's friends but ben is personally one of my favorites I why do you think about him i keep forgetting to ask you about him <laughs> oh he is fine um I talked to him two weeks ago. We checked in on one another. He was still working last time I heard. Oh, wow. So, yeah. I think he said um, court doesn't start back up until May. But, you know, that could be up in the air. But shout out to Ben. Shout out to Ben. Do you have any other shout outs? Um, I wanted to shout out Bill Withers. Rest in peace. Yeah. Ain't no sunshine. Also, the GOAT, Kenny Rogers. Bruh. Let me tell you something. I woke up <laughs> and I saw Dolly Parton and she was like, Aw, Dolly. She was heartbroken. She was devastated. And that devastated me because anyone who knows me knows I'm a Dolly Parton stan. I do not play no type of games about Dolly, Rebecca Parton, and her double D. Fuck with Dolly and you fucking with me. So, like, to see her upset and Kenny Rogers, he was just. Y'all knew I grew up in private school. So like I didn't start listening to black people music until I was like ten. <laughs> that wasn't gospel. So <laughs> my childhood and my parents like country music. So my childhood was a lot of Conway Twitty, George Rogers, Dolly Parton, Loretta Lynn. So you know, rest in peace to him. He had a long extended illness. So um, while I'm happy to know that he's no longer suffering from health complications, you know, it's just sad when we lose like people who have been so influential to how you know society and the music world works and i <laughs> will always love you <laughs> you gotta know when to hold them no one to fold them um shout out to his chicken chicken <laughs> the chicken was Nothing. lovely the chicken was spectacular. I the chicken was you. spectacular. You know, we'll get to that later. Stop. We'll get to that later. Stop. We'll get to that chipmunk. Um, I want to give, because I feel like we did this the last episode, but I'm going to keep doing it. Um, To all our essential workers, the people who are yes. still working in restaurants, even though they're only doing like to-go orders, to the um stores that are staying open so people like me who and <laughs> John Jamar can go get our groceries as we dwindle down. Um also to all our healthcare professionals. Um I was talking with Tish professionals, workers, all of y'all. Yeah. Um the custodians, everyone who is keeping everybody everything afloat. I was talking to Tish the other night and she was like, you know, this situation went from you know, it's manageable, it'll be fine to very devastating and it seems like a matter of two weeks and she said you know, she's a children's hospital nurse and she was like, they canceled all of the elective surgery so now at this point they're just shuffling people where they need help and she said it's really eerie feeling to work in the hospitals right now. And you know, it's just this is a time where we're really starting to see this is there's a lot of things that can be possible, but there's still more that we can do to take care of people. Um, if you don't have if you don't pack your patients, 
if you don't have humility and if you don't have empathy, you are not going to fare well during this time because this is these are dire straits. Point blank period. So shout out to all the essentials. Who and the students who have had to postpone, you know, graduations or even, you know, moving on to the next chapter of their lives, people who are applying to schools. Mm-hmm. Um keep hope alive. Right, keep hope alive. Shout out to all the med school babies who um did match day. I was listening to um Shell Kesia, she's Shell, everybody everybody from USC know the bombshell, Shell. Um Shell does like a virtual networking thing twice a week. And she recently had um a panelist. Her name is Kayla Rogers, I believe. And she had just grad she was gonna graduate from MUSC. And, you know, match day is a big deal for them. Graduation is a big deal. And she was like, she had to do that shit on IG Live and find out, you know, yeah, she was going to her dream job, but the experience of it, those kids work so hard, whether it's high school or whatever. Like, imagine, you know, just the moment to shine is being taken away from you. So, you know, shout out to everyone who's missing out on a big part of the life cycle. (laughs) shout out to everybody fuck the government um and that's it oh shit get y'all asses out and vote that's all i gotta say well if we're able to yo i think i already killed my friend oh well i'll get another one um anywho are you ready to talk about some shit I am. I just want to do a quick programming note. Yes. Um, Anchor's been on that bullshit as far as processing our audio. So when I do go back and listen, once again, we have that problem of the audio not being uploaded correctly. So it does sound like we're talking over each other, which in reality, we aren't. (laughs) (laughs) So please bear with us as I try to um, get that handled. Um, I haven't lit Anchor's ass up the way I want to yet, but um, just bear with us, and we appreciate you guys for listening. Thank y'all. Y'all the best. Um, Yeah. Anchor, girl, do better. Get your shit together. Get your shit together, bitch. Not fucking playing with y'all. Not fucking playing with these hoes. I got all the time in the world now. (laughs) <laughs> really like there's infinite time to digging y'all shit also anchor has provided an option even if you guys want to start a podcast um you people to guest host on your podcast and they do not have to have anchor so Ooh, an so any anybody can join in we can have a whole tag team a source awards if you will oh if i'm putting down the south got something to say Okay. <laughs> oh goodness! So I miss the Source Awards. D- do you? I do. It was always such a fun thing to watch on UPN. Ah, uh, Universal Public Niggas Network. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead. Let's go. Let's dive in. Let's go. Let's so go. I have a bunch of shit here. Um, it's just I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like the universe doesn't like me. But I feel like the period from when you host on the week to when I host, the most dumbass shit or the most like lackluster shit be happening. And I be like, yo, I gotta fake the funk and talk about this shit. Oh, stop it. 
But um, so now I'm going to say this in my best Rolling Ray accent. So you have to bear with me. <laughs> if I go to shake my hand, shake my in return, purr, I don't have cabron. <laughs> treat everyone with respect how you want to be treated. But yeah, Prince Charles has corona, but apparently he's been cured within seven days. So Damn. him being cured within seven days lets me know they are definitely keeping Prince Philip alive via via USB port. Um, <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> like, how you get that? Like, what? <laughs> what? How are you cured? Even when I thought I had it, that shit still lasted three weeks. Like, what the fuck, bro? To be a white man with money, I swear. It's like the- they didn't find a way to blame Meghan Markle for him contracting it. They did. Okay, cool. They did because you know fuckers. Um, yeah, I just saw that and I was like, wow. Uh, for a second, I was like, wow, Lady Diana is finally gonna get her just desserts. But um, you know, another white man contracted it and is instantly cured. Ciao, Andy Cohen. Oh yeah, I saw that, and I and I think the biggest thing is they're dropping these headlines of so and so has it, but they're not explaining that the virus manifests differently. So there are some people who can have it and they're asymptomatic. They're in in a way, it's kind. It sounds a lot like HPV, because they say you know a lot of people have human papillomavirus, but it's never active. So it doesn't matter if you're diagnosed. What matters is if you start experiencing dire symptoms. And from what I feel like, that man probably wasn't really having no symptoms like that to begin with. But whatever. Someone should explain that to your governor. (sighs) Fuck him. Oh, stealing the governorship. Ass bitch. Fuck him. The CDC was in that. (laughs) Gonna open up the damn beaches. Why is Tybee Island still open? Why? <sighs> Fuck him. Stacey a- Abrams, it should have been you, girl. But no, not Stacey Adams. Stacey Abrams. <laughs> like, no, I-, <laughs> I firmly believe God's got a blessing with Stacey Abrams' name on it. With her name on it. With her name on it. Okay. But yeah. Um, fuck, fuck Brian Kemp. Like, from the back. Fuck you, bro. Um, Journey Smollett got divorced from her husband during the quarantine. Do you know who that is? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I did a moment of silence for each volume. Oh. Do you know who that is? <laughs> Journey Smollett Bell? Yes. Okay. She's dropping the bell. Who the hell was she married to? Um, this man named Josiah Bell. He was a um music person. He actually like he had like a very soft. Wait, no. So he originally got his claim to fame. Hold on, this is my PR brain working. He played. He plays like a bunch of instruments. So he was a famous, a famous something for someone, and was on tour with them for years. I don't know. I don't know if it's a keyboardist or what, but apparently he knew how to tickle the ivories. Either okay. way, they broke up. 
And I feel like, damn, you know how to be, you know how sick of your nigga shit you got to be to be like, fuck you. Even though there's a global pandemic happening, get your shit and get out. I don't want nobody in my house. <laughs> All right, Whoopi Goldberg. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, Journey Smollett is single again. Back on the prowl. I can't sing that song anymore without thinking about Mama D's where it at. <laughs> I'm single again. Hmm. Oh, God. Um, next, Little Man and the Wife Who Cried Cheating and Nico Hart and Kevin Hart, they're pregnant. Um, Do you know who that is? <laughs> I know who Nico Hart is. Yeah, the little man she's married to, he got her knocked up again. I'm so glad he cheated so now she can, you know, foster a better husband and father. Yeah, because, you know. Keep collecting those checks, Aniko. I see you. He's a better man because of it. Who knows? Maybe he'll actually keep his dick in his pants the whole nine months this time. But, you know, that's unless the friends take. I hope the plastic cup boys are there. Yeah, they they better set up their babysitting schedule now. Because otherwise, the nigga going to end up in Vegas with his dick out again. Congratulations. A baby is a blessing, even if you're married to a dickless nigga. Woo! Congratulations! <laughs> I'm glad it's not Someone with the emotional maturity and the actual height of a third grader. Fucking congrats. That, bro. I just... I, I weep. What a cunt he is. Woo! <laughs> Spicy, spicy. What what flavor of what flavor of yellowtail is that you got again? Um, the I wish a nigga woods. <laughs> <laughs> this is the I wish a nigga woods flavor of the Pinot Grigio by Yellowtail. You can get it at your local Publix for four ninety five. Thank Pino- you. Yeah, it's Pinot Shadio. Um, do I want to? I don't want to talk about this. Why did I write this down? We don't have to talk about um, that man and Taylor Swift getting into no, it. No, oh God, no, no. Nobody gives a shit about that. Praise Jehovah. Um, I hate both of them, so no. Hated it. Um, so let me cross out things on my list. Ooh, so we, we shortened that list up real quick. Um, <laughs> in other marital news, um, Idris Elba's wife let me know that apparently I'm bad at this wife thing because she said, you know, so we know we found out that Idris had gotten, he tested positive for COVID-19. And I feel like if there was any indication that she probably had it too, it should have been her sitting up under him looking like a lost puppy when he was telling everyone you know, stay safe, mate. And, you know, like, <laughs> again, and literally, you know, okay, I'm sorry. That's the, I'm done with my British accent. But, yeah, like, I kind of figured it wouldn't be long before she had possibly, you know, tested positive. She said she knew she would probably get it, but she said she's like, you know, I just wanted to be there for him and care for him. And, you know, I didn't want to leave him alone because my wifely duty to take care of him. And, it made me realize I am probably really terrible at this marriage thing because if Lamp tells me he has COVID-19, he's getting sent to the guest quarters. I mean, can you blame her? Your husband is Idris Elba. 
Say what? Can you blame her for being up underneath him? Your husband is Idris Elba. Uh, Your husband is Idris Elba. (laughs) Part of of me is like, he's fucking Idris Elba. And another part of me is like, that nigga is is a walking petri dish. And I think for me, I think about the fact that I already have a susceptible immune system. So it's like, 24 karat gold dick goes out the window for me. So it's like half of me is like, get yours. He's fine. The other half of me is like, sit the fuck down, bitch. Get well. So yeah, um, I guess, girl, I'm not here to judge, but you know. Clearly you're here to judge. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm always here to judge. That's what the fuck I do. I get paid to tell people what to do, honestly, truly. But yeah, um, I saw that and I was like, "Oh, okay. Um, well, well, all right. Good luck with that." Um, you know, marriage is a promise. And speaking of and broken sickness promises, and in hell, promises, yeah, that all those vows and stuff. But you know, speaking of promises, um, and so like I'm very confused as to how this whole thing started. So somewhere, I don't, I'm trying to think, how long has it been since Raven Simone was hosting The View? I feel like that's been like maybe two years. Two to three years, probably. <laughs> so, so somewhere, somehow, this threat, and it's crazy how quickly things can go viral from the past and just like, you know, pick up as if it happened the day before. Uh, I want to say this was when Greenleaf had just came out. And Lynn Whitfield was on a press tour. She stopped by The View. Everyone knows that while Lynn Whitfield is known for playing shitty women, she has played a good <laughs> mother once. And that was Dorothea Garibaldi when she was in Cheetah Girls. And, you know, Raven was just singing her praise and talking about not only is Lynn a great actress, she's also a very good mentor. She legit saved the Cheetah Girls, too, when they went to Spain because apparently... Raven and the other member of the group had gotten into an almost physical altercation and apparently Lynn was the one who said Barcelona with a list and that's how everyone figured out it was Keely. So they have been trading subs on the internet for like the past four days. It's just very strange because it's like what? Like this, this, this was said three years ago. Why are you upset about this? Like, what? Keely and her two front teeth are just, they lack self-awareness. <laughs> and nothing she did. Or, she just has never apologized for the shit she's done. And we would stop talking about this shit. We would just apologize. And she's always trying to drag somebody else into her shitty behavior. Like, we get it. You were young. You had a little bit of coin. You did some shitty things. Yeah. Like, just say, yeah, I did that. I'm sorry. Blah, blah. Even if you don't mean it, Kevin Hart, just fucking apologize. <laughs> and the public, you know, they'll they'll give you a break. But this, ugh. All I want for Christmas are my two front teeth. My two front teeth. My two front teeth. <laughs> like, get it together. Like, get off of these lives. Go wash your hands. Self-quarantine. My God. Go con- don't you have a Disney coin somewhere? Do you have any left? Leave us alone. I here's the thing. I know for a fact. 
if Dorinda can make those Disney coins stretch and she is officially transitioned into her full white womanhood, uh, which also, <laughs> I saw a tweet where someone said Dorinda was their very favorite cheetah girl. And I want you to know, if Dorinda's your favorite cheetah girl, you got some judgment and discernment issues. And that, I'm, I'm not going to be petty, but I'm going to leave it at that. But um, <laughs> I just feel like, you know, the platform was there, but instead she chose to make music videos about how the sex was spectacular and, you know, just wasted, piss- you pissed away your opportunities. If Naturi Naughton could make lemons out of the lemonade and mashed potatoes and KFC you threw on her, you should have done better. The sex is spectacular. Shout out to Julie. When that video came out, I think it was summertime. I used to play that video all the time at U Oaks. So you just been doing wild ass shit since I've been a wild ass shitty ass bitch. Watching the oval, watching the oval, Mm -hmm. playing sex was spectacular. Mm -hmm. I'm concerned, Kiki. Mm -hmm. I'm truly concerned. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um. So. Do we have to talk about Ari Lennox and her shenanigans, or can we skip her? Um, I mean, it is what it is. I'm so disappointed in her. Just the waste. Like, this is why. Why can't... BMO is still a bop, though. It is. I don't see the need for the remix with Doja Cat, but I'll take it. I still haven't listened to it, and I'm okay with that. Um... I, I just feel like if you're, I, I want celebrities to understand, either stand up in your shit and understand that the pop culture cycle will eventually churn out something new, or when you say you're getting off of social media, stay your bitch ass off social media, because I get tired. Y'all know me. I'm a Leo. We don't do redundant shit. Don't repeat stuff to mm. us if you change it and so it's just like I have to keep hearing and seeing the oh, social media is so toxic and I'm so tired of people saying blah 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 get the fuck off social media sis and if you if you want to pull the well you know it's media marketing let the label run your accounts like I want to say I found out the other day that um I think um Meg- Meg Thee Stallion's management runs like two out of the four of her social media. Like she has, you know, she takes care of her Instagram and her Twitter, but her label or I think the management team or whoever's PR team, they handle the other platforms. And it's just like, if you really that pressed about being, having a presence, let Dreamville handle that internet stuff. But you, ma'am, I'm going to need you to log out for me, sweetie. And also, let's shift some of this to Snoop Dogg. Let's not leave his trifling ass out. She said, don't do that. Um, Snoop, you clearly learned nothing from your red table talk. You're still attacking black women. You know, suck a dick. Well. And stop cheating on your wife. That too. <laughs> now go put your fucking bonnet on and go lay down, Grandpa. Help! Help! Do you want to see a dead body? Do you want to see a dead body? Um, 
Last but not least on my list, <laughs> um, Waffle Colored Drake has had the Twitter streets and shambles. Um, today Sean or was that Blaise. last night? He released a TikTok song, Sean Blaze. Um, he released some TikTok song. I have purposely avoided that song because of how many debates I have seen it cause on my timeline. But earlier this week, he really got things a rocking when, <laughs> um, like, shit really got spicy when he released, I guess, like, official pictures of Adonis. Official pictures. Every uh, when I say official, like he made he made the Instagram. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. So I was just like, oh, the baby looks like um Sandra. Okay, and I went about my business. I came back to Twitter a few hours later, and it was a it it was a war zone. It was I can't believe he like you know accepted fatherhood or you know like he accepted the paternity of this kid that don't look nothing like him and I'm just like did everyone sleep through high school biology like recessive genes if it's in your family it's possible to show up anytime like what what is happening but in particular I heard like a lot of you know why would he claim that and I went and I did some digging, and I found out that apparently it took three DNA we tests. We stand a journalist. <laughs> Jay Bender taught me. Okay. <laughs> I didn't take mass media law from Jay Bender because I don't think I would have survived that. But, um, you know, I have a little bit of journ- the USC, the University of South Carolina Journalism School. But um, I just feel like it took three different DNA companies to tell you that child was yours. And he said the first one, the DNA company, the testing center, they actually said that the test had got damaged in transit. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to let you have that. The second one came out, said it's yours. So it's like he's saying that he just wanted to be sure. But part of me feels like he was shirking responsibility. It comes out that he texted her, you know, kill it or, you know, get an abortion. And it's just like everyone's just so gung-ho about how he's this great father. And in the back of my in the back of my mind, I keep thinking there was so much BS around. Thank God it. for push a T. <laughs> oh you are hiding a child. <laughs> I have a couple things about this. Go ahead, girl. First of all, I don't see why he felt the need to release a picture, an official picture of his son. Every other day, Drake (laughs) is on Instagram crying to his pillow at night because he never got a chance to shoot up Rihanna's club. Like, that's one thing. I don't, I like, why? You are Drake. You have the most billboard hits in history. You don't need to do this type of shit for clout. So that's number one. Two, I didn't see a lot of people not. Um, believing that that was his son. So I don't believe as people didn't pay attention in biology. I just think everybody was shocked because we had never seen a picture of little ever. So I call him little Adidas. Um, So I understand how biology works. I don't know what high school y'all went to. I know how to read DNA markers, but I was still shocked 
by his appearance. I'm like, wow, that's not what I thought he would look like. I don't care how mixed you are or who you lay down at and who you lay down with and shoot up the club with. Yes, it was shocking to me. Third, Drake is an attention seeking hoe. Yeah. Still disses the mother. He doesn't even respect the mother of his child since we found out how she looks. Every other one and every other rap is about how much money he got to pay her. Sir, you could have just laid there and got your booty ate like you usually do, but you decided to have raw, unprotected sex. So you know what? This this is is what happens. Aside from all the people talking about that baby, that baby is beautiful. He don't look like Drake to me, but, you know, like Ashley said, we didn't pay attention in biology class, so you know, recessive genes and all that bullshit. But he's a beautiful child regardless. I just think, Drake, you should have kept him hidden. Like, what was the reason for all of a sudden putting his picture out? Why? Was it promotion for Tootsie Slide? Like, what? What was the I would have preferred you kept him hidden from us and let that baby have a chance of a normal life, as normal as his mother could give him, since you don't raise that baby. You don't do shit for him, except write a check every other month. <laughs> but that's that on that, on little Adidas. Adidas Graham. Um, so, what was the first thing I was about to say? Damn, this wine. <laughs> um, so, for me, I, I guess, like, I wasn't shocked because if you take a half-white man and a Caucasian mom and you have a kid, I expected, and, and you know, sometimes there are cases where the one percent of nigga just that the nigga niggas out. That nigga holds on. It comes through. But in this case, I was like, eh. I, I was like, I don't. I was like, you know, I don't. Think- I just don't think how the general I- consensus is like. How do you guys not think he would come out with blonde hair, looking exactly like Sandy? It's like, well, damn, we we never even saw baby pictures, so of course we wouldn't know at all. I guess is my point. The entire scope of what he would look like. I was thinking Idris Elba or Tay Diggs. I was not expecting <laughs> Jaden Smith. I wasn't even expecting Grandma what... Sandy. I'm just saying we would we wouldn't know because we've never seen the child. So for me, that was my thing because I kept seeing people say, "There's no possible way <laughs> he would look like that," and I'm like, "But, but, but he he's white. Like the the, his, the daddy is half white, the mama's white, and like I said, you know, there was a possibility." That DNA could really nig it up in the end. <laughs> people say, I can't believe he looks like that. And I was just like, well, there was a possibility. So I guess, like, for me, it was the fact that people thought that it was just not a possibility. They're like, there's no way he could have blue eyes and blonde hair. And I was just like, but that was possible. Like, look at the material. So I guess for me, it was just like the, the staunch... Uh, the staunch opposition to being like no there's no way he's a white baby and it's like so do you believe chris brown's son is his son i believe it he also chris brown's son looks like michael from real housewives i've been (laughs) that for the longest time (laughs) Uh, because i I saw that and i was like why does this child look so familiar I was a little sketchy at first, but like you said, the nigga comes out and the nigga is coming out in that little baby. The lips, the nose, it's, it's coming. But y'all need to stop talking about people's babies and how they look, period. 
Right. Like I see, like part of me wants to be like, I see why Drake was hiding his child. Another part I see of me why he like, was hiding him, but why bring him out? I need answers, Aubrey. Yeah. Why? Right. Like I will say, um, I found out Gossip in the City had released pictures of him on their like private room the dark on room? the internet. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if he had found out that those pictures were around. And while Fee runs a tight ship at the dark room, it's very rare that things leak. I think he I think something happened where it was like, Hey bro, this shit about to leak. I wanna say though, I feel and I I wanna say I feel bad, but I saw the picture of Sophie, his child's mother, and I was like, I and I, in, in my mind I was thinking, why did I ever think she was ugly? And then I and then I saw her. I'm like, it's because skinny does not look good. Like real skinny. I think the picture I had seen of her, she legit looked like she was, like her features were very unpronounced. But then I saw the picture of her at the birthday party. I'm like, no, she's gorgeous. Gorgeous. So you know me and my girl. I think she's gorgeous. Like I I genuinely do think she's a gorgeous That's girl. Nice. Um, that. <laughs> you're, you're, Hell on hell in a handbasket. Let's be very clear. But also, Adidas does a- not have beautiful parents. Let's just because if oh, we took that beard away in that um BBL that Drake got, he'd still be shaped like a Dorito. But you know, I cannot. I cannot. y'all know I Drake had body-shifting um- surgery. <laughs> <laughs> he went to the Dominican Republic. Yeah, child. He said, "Doctor, my had too much heat on him. He had to go down, down." Those sculpted abs, nigga. Please talking about oh. nobody was in the gym. You weren't in the gym. Uh, I'd still smash though, like, because I think the head would be immaculate. I feel you know what? No, I shared my theory with you about that, right? How he would yeah, stop <laughs> and ask how it was, and, and, I, and I feel like no, maybe. Also, Drake seems like the type that would cry and say, it's just to be like, this is just so magical. You know, this is so beautiful. This love making. Like, nigga, shut up and fuck me. Okay. <laughs> but whatever. Um, but no, Sophie is an accomplished artist in Europe, I found out. She's got good artwork. She's got um, a lot of her pieces have been shown mm-hmm. in Rome and London and Milan. Also, she has a degree in like international finance and economics, and she sure like, does. She, she secures a bag of a century all money. over the world. Yeah, like she gets flown all over the world to talk about like global finance, and I was like, wow, I I like it. And then to find out, porn was like six months out of her life at twenty three. It's like, damn, that's kind of fucked up that you get reduced to you get you get labeled as this porn star. Or something you did for money when you were like in your early twenties, but isn't that the story of all whole phases? Um, I guess now that Drake has done this, I hope he stops um contributing to the villain the villainization. Woo! Come through pasta of her character and the assassination of her character. Like, like men, we always go so hard on rappers baby mamas but you know the baby out here is still slanging dick and Winston. like come on let's not contribute to the problem that's it 
Had you heard about that girl and her um her quote unquote marketing? The marketing genius, B Simone. I like oh, B Simone. Girl, B Simone doesn't people. bother me. So do what you got to do to sell your little book and get your million, girl. I support you. I'm not gonna buy your shit, but you know I support you from back here. I low key wanted the manitizer because I was like, oh that's I was like, oh that's cute. It's essential oils and hand sanitizer. And the, like I I thought the concept was funny, but then at the same time, she's just so loud, and I just be like, who? We so we know for a fact that she and the baby aren't fucking, right? Because he rolled up to Raven Simone's house and gave her ice cream. He's trying. He's trying. Um, he's trying. Ooh, I watched um, a good YouTube video on the baby and um how he was fucking that Danny Lee. Oh yeah. Um, and essentially played her. Um, if you guys real. have YouTube, I've been watching so many YouTube like documentaries and stuff. Um, I found that I found that the baby video by a YouTube channel called Golden Baby, and she also like broke down like Meg the Stallion's like court case with fifteen oh one. Is that their name? Oh, I was about to call yeah, them fifteen oh one. Um. And like stuff like that. So if you just can't get enough from just blog headlines and you actually want to know shit, you guys should check out Golden Baby. If you really want to be, if a you really want to know some mess and tea, I am a journalist, Andy. Of course, you know you're not. You too can be on this <laughs> station one day with Gary with the tea. I'm trying to help you to the tea. Um, do you have anything else for pop um, culture? Um, Takashi 69 allegedly got out. Ooh, child. I hope he got his tattoos removed. Jason, deep refrigerator shaped ass, tried to come for Lizzo and called her fat and then called himself thick. Fuck you in your neck. We got him together. Got him all the way I wish together. Would... I wish you would have went harder, but you know, whatever. Fuck him. I hate him so much. This is why Beyonce ran away from you, bro. Like <laughs> Selena Gomez recently said that she is bipolar. Exactly. Ooh. Selena Gomez. Justin Bieber, you know, the person who be always up in Justin Bieber's comments. You know I'd be confusing her and um another you know what, never mind. Um I thought she had been diagnosed with bipolar. Apparently it like, was news today. Ago. I don't know. The last thing I wanted to talk about is to ask if you have been watching these IG battles. Um, not exactly. Have you been spectating from the sidelines? Yeah, that's that's what I've been doing. I don't have the energy to sit on IG live for like three hours. Which hell? No. I catch the highlights on Twitter. Um, I heard that there was a battle on Saturday between the Dream and a Thumb Thumb. Sean Garrett, yeah. A piece of cauliflower. Is it bad that I don't know who Sean Garrett is? A okay, that's cool. uh, No, like really, his face is shaped like silicone. Did you like, watch Manny Fresh versus Scott Storch? No, but I just want to say. Y'all talk out the side of y'all neck about Manny Fresh as if he was not a child prodigy. And I just, I just, I just 
Yeah, I did. I did see a little bit of the Jonte. I hope I said his name right. Jonte Austin versus Neo one, and I was like, oh my child. I think Neo in the dream would have been evenly matched. I believe so, because both songwriters and producers turned artists versus. Jonte Austin was a songwriter and producer. He had one song. It was a good song. But so I know Lil John and T-Pain is supposed to be this Saturday. And then Sunday, oh, the one I, I may so actually right. download Instagram again for is Teddy Riley versus LaFace. Oh, girl, what you wearing to the oh, I I'm going to wear in honor I, of I Whitney my... <laughs> or Tony Braxton. I'm going to wear a <laughs> silver slinky dress. Which will be sleeveless. What are you wearing? I'm gonna wear me. I'm gonna wear me a nice little cat suit, but I'm more concerned about the hair. I'm pull out my Marcel um iron from storage and give me some nice barrel curls. And you know, I might do. I might do a nice little cone bun, or actually, I might give me a nice little doobie wrap. You never know. That's the Either only way. IG live that matters to me. Period. I've been excited about it, Period. honestly, truly. Um, I've had several people tell me that they don't think Babyface or LaFace is going to win. And it's like, you know, that's fair. You know, I get it. Teddy Riley, he, he Teddy Riley has given us jams. LaFace has given us longevity and hits. And he gave us the Waiting to Exhale soundtrack. So it's like, He's on a pedestal. And the Boomerang soundtrack. They also robbed TLC. Like, how, how? But you know what? I'm going to be quiet. <laughs> Damn it, Kiki. <laughs> Episode over. I, I was watching um, I another YouTube video about um, TLC's fan mail and how that oh, was kind Jesus. of the beginning of the end for them, tragically. I remember fan mail. I remember a girl I went to school with she actually was really? on the album cover. Not album cover. Wasn't what like it wasn't fan mail. The cover of that was like a bunch of different no. letters. Fan mail was the, the three of them in like black and white, kind of futuristic. TLC had an album where like wait no so um back in the day. All right, millennials, <laughs> pay attention. So back in the day when they used to um. When they used to do like the little oh booklets gosh, inside of CD with the lyrics, with the song, yeah, and the lyrics and stuff. So I want to say it was either in the thank yous or it was in the song list. But the picture is made up of people who wrote in to TLC, like people who wrote fan mail. I don't know if it, it's somewhere on the inside of the cover, but I remember a girl I went to school with. She and her sister rode in and they like and they brought it to school. Like I remember this. This is the whole thing. But yeah, so it's just like TLC fan mail, that takes me back. It took me back, but it was, it was interesting to see like all the stuff that was this guy like really broke it down very well, like what was going on and um after Lisa's passing, how they did the next album that they were recording. And how we had acts yeah. like Britney Spears and um, NSYNC and how they started using more R&B influences and started getting producers with that R&B sound into the studio with them. 
So I'm just like, if TLC right. really like held on, even though their album sales and stuff were going down, they, they're really like the, not the grandmothers, but goddamn, we would have no really Christina or Pink. They're, they're the aunties. The they're the aunties. cool aunties. They're the aunties. They're the aunties. The tramp stamp. And we're still talking, they kind of are the city girls because they're talking about <laughs> dicks. <laughs> I know, I know that. But yeah, um, since you mentioned IG, well, no, this is not. Is this the place for me to say something? Well, it's the place where I'm gonna say something mean since we're talking about IG lives and you know, Boozy being nasty. Um, yes, Boozy and Tory Lanes. Someone in their nostrils attempted to come for me because I said I didn't want Lil Boozy on Instagram anymore. My statement still stands. There's a time and a place to see pussy popping and pussy. Yes, you know, do all of that. But I don't want to see that shit on IG Live. And it's not cute to solicit women to do all this shit for you. Give them $2,000. And everybody thinks that shit is so... It's not cute, y'all. Like, grow the fuck up. You and your nostrils can stay the fuck up. What do you Yeah. Huh? What do you expect from someone... Who solicited a sex worker for their fourteen-year-old child? Like, I, I enough is enough. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I can acknowledge because I'm not even gonna say I can respect it. I can acknowledge that Boosie was the soundtrack to him like, and his two hits. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, like I can acknowledge that you know there were some hits. However, I can also acknowledge that and validate that he is a literally walking piece of shit. He's nasty. Fuck him and fuck Tory Lanez and Big Fendi. Never I don't even know who you are, but ew. He, he's actually, he went viral because of like a meme, but I never knew the meme was based on a real person. But either way, the whole IG live thing with Tory Lanez is really like, there are, there are some who are like, it's so much fun. I'm like, girls get on there and they shake their ass and people say outlandish shit. And people do wild shit in the comments. And it's just like... I'm really judging you if you are a woman. I didn't say female. I said a woman. And you are thoroughly enjoying that shit. Just like the women who who brag about listening to Joe Budden's podcast. I'm looking at you sideways, ho. Oh my god, Joe Budden is just... He's top two... What? Pump it up? Y'all really be giving these niggas so much for receiving so little. Oh, oh, oh. I think that's part of the reason I took Instagram off. Not that I was following Lil Boozy or Tory Lanez and his disappearing headline. But it's just like, I don't want to be a part of that content. Yeah, like it's so hard. In Instagram, y'all shut down people who do a lot less and who are actually trying to save lives. But y'all lock down their profile and y'all are allowing this nasty, disgusting shit. I don't want no. I don't want any parts too. I don't want to be like Cinderella. I don't want to be like Cinderella. Um, cool. Um, let's move on to TV talk. Uh, nothing really on my end. Nothing. Uh, I've been. You haven't been watching TV. No, no, but I'm saying, like, I don't have, like, very exciting things. Like, I have things that's not, like, super exciting. Um, First thing, Real Housewives of Atlanta <laughs> News 
after rescheduling the they're doing it all they are what yeah they postponed the reunion i believe but yeah um they're doing it on Zoom, Candy said today. Uh, I'd rather just, just postpone it. Like, I don't want to see that sign in. Can you hear me? Clearly shit. Right. Like, no, I, I yeah, like, I need I need to, to see somebody see, walk like, off the stage because you know, they're upset because they're getting fried. Right. Like, I low-key want to see somebody I, I low-key want a repeat of season seven. I don't want to see that um, shit. You know, God get <laughs> I want somebody dragged. It won't happen, but you know, I'm a messy ass broad who lives for drama. Um, Real Housewives of Potomac trailer dropped. Um, I just want to say, if how that went down the way I think it went down, Candace earned every bit of that. The end. I'm um, Team Monique. Um, you keep asking yeah, for an yeah, asshole, but I'm going to give it to you. Right, like, I remember Monty used to say, what do you tell somebody with two black eyes? Nothing. You done told them twice. So it's just like, so the it's new girl like, looks nice. Yeah, I like got that. that eye real quick. Um, yeah, I've been told she was brought on. Who who did they bring on that season when Nene, when no one filmed with no Nene? One filmed who with was Nene? it? Was it Mark? Like, when no one wanted to film with Nene, or no, who what, what season was that? What was it when Porsche? No, because Portia took a demotion. There was a season where at one point they had they were like scrambling to f- matter of fact. Okay, so let's say, um, let's say when they brought Sheree back on season, I think ten. Because I want to say Sheree was Sheree on season nine. She was. She was on both seasons. Season nine, nine of. So when Nene came back and the whole shit happened, it was the fallout after the whole Portia and Phaedra and Carlos versus Candy thing with the whole uh, drug accusation. Sheree was the only person who would film with Candace. So at the time when filming first started, this was after Candace and Ashley had that major fallout. Karen was kind of going some shit. And the green eye bandits, I won't even talk about. So they brought Wendy on to film with Candace so she would have an ally. But they liked her so much where she was originally just supposed to be a friend of the show. They just bumped her up to housewife. (laughs) And you know, good for her. She, once again, one of the few housewives who was actually a housewife, I guess. Um, I've known, I followed her career for a while because she's a commentator on CNN and MSN. So um yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what she brings. And I can honestly say this and I'm prepared to, you know, get the side eye. I've always you know how you have some problematic fame and it's like other people tell you why they don't fuck with them and you'll be like, you know, I see it, but also they didn't really rub me the wrong way yet, so I'm gonna leave it alone. I officially want to distance myself from the Green Eyed Bandits. Because it's like, I feel like I've been giving Robin and terrible four seasons to make up for being people. And it seems like every season, they become Why is Robin more still on the show? shitty. So, I don't know. I don't know. Her and her cheating ass. 
Never mind. Oh, so you can't. You know what? That's fine. Actually, <laughs> shut up. Um, but yeah, the audacity. Oh my of, God, Monique! I just don't want to be associated with you because we've taken ourselves to a level as black women. First of all, you're finally that level. That level wasn't downgraded when I your think... husband was stealing money and fucking other women while married to you as a pastor. All right, let's talk about it. Let's talk about how down to the new birth. <laughs> A pastor was charging for um COVID nineteen tests, and he was like, "It's not us charging; it's the lab. You can't market something as free and then tell people they have to pay one hundred fifty dollars for it." My thing is, the ministry of it would have been covering the cost. Why not cover the cost of the test? The lab can still get their money; just have new birth sign the check. But um, you know. They say a leopard don't change the spots. And that's that. Um, what else have I been watching? What else have I been watching? Um, I think I'm going to start cool. Ozark. This I weekend. love Jason Bateman. That's my Arrested um, Development boo. I, that's a, uh, <laughs> uh, Lucille Bluth. I love her. <laughs> I want to have the a original Arrested Development. Not that shit on Netflix. It. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't know. Oh, my God. I used to watch that show when it came on Fox, like, the first two seasons. And I'd be like, why is nobody watching this show? It is funny as fuck. I was just like, what is this? But it's so funny. Um, I just want to say Shonda Rhimes. I thought we had a deal. We let you um, do that shit with Alex (laughs) Carell. That technically, I'd feel better killed him off spoiler alert sorry um but i'd have felt better if shonda would have just killed him but this is worse now i really don't know if he's on good terms with shonda because i feel like this doesn't make i just any pray sense. he didn't relapse in but, real life right that's what my fear is but it's like this was just very strange like but then he did voiceover so i'm assuming he might I'm assuming he Well, if you got a contract, term, you still got to do it. Because usually you do. You're obligated to finish that up your work. True. It's I just she can that. dictate the capacity in which you do so. Yeah, because part of me starting to wonder, well, did Sandra O really leave on good terms like we thought she did? Because even okay. when Derek died, they didn't show Sandra. We can't even get Addison. We can't even get Addison <laughs> Forbes Montgomery back. But whatever. It's not about um, Shonda, I have watched your wretched show since day one. Um, if you kill Richard Weber and break my heart like that, I, I, I don't know if I can continue to let you do me like this. There are three people who are untouchable in that show. Two of them are Miranda Bailey and Richard Weber. Y'all have broke my heart with what happened to Miranda. Don't do me like this with Richard. And if you're going to kill him, do it in one fell swoop, because now she's starting to drag this shit out <laughs> over three episodes, and I don't think my heart can take it. Like, last night really broke me, bro. Like, that shit had me in the field. Did you have to watch How to Get Away with That Murder? And I- so, I kept seeing people say How to Get Away with Murder. Like, <laughs> I thought it was over. And I just happened to turn on the TV, and there it was, and I was like, what the fuck? I have no idea what's Red going spoiler on. Spoiler alert. But um 
but yet again, Annalise got them damn kids and some shit. I am very disappointed they didn't show us. I thought he was at the funeral. So the fume takes place like in the future. So it'll be like a flashback when I come to the current storyline. Y'all got six. Y'all got five more episodes. Wrap it up. Um, I actually started watching Ugh. Station 19, which is like the Grey's Anatomy spinoff. I like it. Looks it looks so it's low cool. budget. It looks uh, for me, exactly like just... all them damn, um, what's the NBC show? With the cops? Uh, no, Chicago, Chicago PD and all oh, that. Law and Order? It, like, it looks just like that. Oh, oh all the Chicago? All the goddamn Chicago shows. All, all the Dick Wolf productions. Chicago. Um, ten points for anyone who knows what that song was in reference from. Ten points for Gryffindor if you can identify the show that that was from. But yeah, I so station. I low key watch Station Nineteen because the guy who plays one of the firefighters, he played um Hercules Mulligan and um James Madison in Hamilton. So I stand for anybody associated with Hamilton. That's mainly why I watch Station 19. What else about? I need to catch up on The Resident. I need to catch up on that. I'm two episodes <laughs> behind on Good Girls. Um, I told you that last episode really fucked with me. Like, I'm traumatized. Like, this, like, this season they, I can appreciate one thing about the season of Good Girls is they've gotten darker. Like, it's not just happy-go-lucky, we're printing money and fucking criminals. It's like, okay, now the real shit is coming through. Ooh, you need to catch up because Stan about to get some shit. And I think Meg the Stallion is supposed to be like in the next second or third episode. He about to get some shit. They finally made him interesting and they gave him something to do. Okay, I'll believe you. What time is it? It's oh dang. So um Netflix really quickly. Players Club is on Netflix for all of my people who like to quote Players Club. School Days, aka That's my favorite, favorite spikely spikely joint spikely is on movie? Netflix. Um oh, okay. I like musicals. <laughs> talk about content that isn't like four hours. I think I sometimes I think school days is a little overrated, but that's just me. It feels like Ooh, forever because like there's hours. so much going on. <laughs> feels like forever, feels like the very first time. It feels like a very long. But for the culture, yeah, I fuck with school days. <laughs> but um, yeah. I yeah, like I said, for me, school days. I was a goner when I heard the Morehouse um men's choir sing this theme song. <laughs> I used to hear my grandma sing. But yeah, I school days. And I think maybe it's more nostalgic. A School Days is the first Spike Lee movie I ever saw. So, because I saw that, and then I saw Malcolm X, and then I saw Mo Better Blues, and then I saw um, what's the movie? Radio I've never Ryan watched all right of thing. Do the Right Thing because I hate when he dies. So, I fuck with Malcolm X. Yeah, probably one of my favorites. Um, Crooklyn, I probably think is my favorite Spike Lee movie. Crooklyn is Tish, Crooklyn. Crooklyn's Tish's favorite Spike Lee movie. Cause yeah, so Tish 
our Spike Lee kids. We're we are the children of the John Singleton and Spike Lee films. So School Days is my favorite. Crooklyn is hers. I also love Crooklyn's soundtrack too, if that counts for anything. But yeah, there's a lot of good you mentioned shit on Netflix this um <laughs> month. Uh, had had um when we recorded, oh, I don't think Tiger King. I don't you can go I on. I'm going to refill it. my glass. You can go ahead and talk about Tiger Where's King. The- go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm walking away. Oh, I'm not gonna. Talk, I'm not gonna talk about it. And, oh my god, I wasn't gonna talk about. Um, hey, all you cool cats and kittens. I'm not gonna talk about Tiger King and nauseum, but I'm just gonna say white people be whiting, okay? Like especially methy white people. Um, I just want to say, if you can get past the first 45 episodes of the first no the first 45 minutes of the first episode Ooh, I'm i back. promise you it's worth it i promise you if if you so i'm telling the audiences i'm gonna tell you if you can get past the first 45 minutes of the first episode it's smooth sailing after that because it is literally blockbuster after blockbuster and it's like after, like, I want to say, because I remember I was watching, I was like, well, this is a snooze fest. I don't care about meth. Like, I grew up in Dorchester. Like, me- white people on meth. Is I ain't scared of no ghosts. But then, they were like, oh, no. And I was like, you know, she, she, they think she killed her husband. And, you know, the um he got two husbands. And, you know, there's like a drug cartel. And I was like, <laughs> I beg the nigger ass pardon? Say what? Can we take? So, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. If you can push it to survive the first 45 minutes, y'all, I promise you, after episode, well, after episode one, shit goes and the gas, they don't take their foot off the gas. And it's like every episode, they add an even more shitty person. And I'm in by saying, I'm not going to say free Joe exotic, but I'm going to say there are some cells that need to next to Joe that need to be filled with some people. Can we take and a quick break and then I'll out. come back with my end of TV. And on that note, I just yeah. don't want the timer to run. On a note. All right, y'all, we'll be right back. Okay. Us and Joe exotica. So we can say the N word. <laughs> Are we back? We're black. All right. So, you ready? Yeah, I got another bottle of wine. Let's go. Okay, we had our wine break. Um, <laughs> did you watch Self Made on Netflix? Yes. Thoughts? T H O T S. Um, Blair Underwood never met a fucked up husband <laughs> that he just didn't say. You know, I don't think I can perform. I, I don't, I, <laughs> I don't think I can give this role all of my ain't shit in this. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, I think him and Clifton Powell. Ciao, ciao. Ciao. But yeah, I saw self-made. Um, I'm, I'm going to say it the same way I told Facebook. Tiffany Haddish. Um, whatever, sis. <laughs> um, for me, I... It was, so it was kind of weird for me because I'm a nerd in particular. I am a black history nerd. And I remember I read a lot about Madam C.J. Walker as a kid. 
Um, this 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 whole thing it had me fact checking and pulling out like a lot of my biographies because I was like, wait a minute, I don't remember that. Happening. You mean you didn't click fired by tagline? Say what? Netflix marketed the movie as inspired yeah, so by. So like when they said inspired by. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, but then like there were some very um liberal changes and I was like, oh. That's what they mean. Okay, cuz I was just like the lesbian daughter. I was like, I don't remember her daughter. I was like, I don't remember reading about that. And then, you know, matter of fact, you go ahead and talk. I'm gonna let you talk. I didn't watch it. Really? No, I didn't watch it. Much like you, I'm not primarily a black history nerd. I'm just a history nerd down to um, politicians, actresses from the 50s, artists, black artists, like musicians, stuff like that. That's really where I get into my history bag. Um, The reason I didn't watch it is because I saw so much negative blowback about the fact checking and how things were just not accurate. And that kind of turned me off from it as a whole. Yeah. First, I didn't know it was going to be, like, episodic. I thought it was going to be a movie. Right. So, when I found out, it was like, what? Is it, like, two parts? Or... Um, it's parts. That turned me off, because I was like, I don't want to watch. I just want to see a good movie about Madam C.J. Walker. And then the trailer, I'm not going to lie, kind of turned me off, because it, it gave me a colorism vibe, which, obviously... If you read up about CJ yeah. Walk, Madam CJ Walker, one of the main reasons no one took her seriously is because she was a yeah. black woman. But the light skin versus dark skin thing for me, I was just like, I don't want to watch that. Yeah. Shit. And I think for me And that was inaccurate. Yeah, as that well. I think for me because low key, she kind of stole the formula. You know what? Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. She was inspired by us. Well. Yeah. But that whole thing, if you're gonna tell that story and it's based upon her great granddaughter's book. Yeah. Her fictional account. I just like my facts all the way. Okay, I don't. I don't subscribe to fake news. So for me, that is why I didn't want to watch it. And the feedback on Twitter was consistent. Everybody kept saying the same thing. So I was like, you know what? I, I think I'll wait. Yeah. Like for me, um, knowing because it was like Addie Monroe, and I was like, they mean Andy Malone. And so I kept thinking, I was like, <laughs> I remember how in in the biographical accounts I had read, while they, because they weren't exactly rivals, um, Annie Malone had right. her business for a few years, um, Sarah Breedlove, which is Madam C.J. Walker's original name, um, she worked for her, and I want to say the formulas she didn't steal the formula. However, she stole the name. So Andy Malone's hair for, hair growth formula was called Wonderful Hair Grower. Originally, Madam C.J. Walker named her first like pomade Wonderful Hair Grower formula. They were two, from what I heard, they were two very different formulas. And even then, the products that they offered were vastly different. But it's the age-old tale of there can only be one black woman at the top. Who's it going to be? So, you know, it was just kind of like, okay. And I felt like they took the things that they did dramatize. I didn't need that. Like, for me, it was just like, 
do we really have to do this? Like, do, do we? Do I really need to hear about how big of a piece of shit the son-in-law was? I don't. I'm used to niggas not being shit. It's fine. <laughs> like, let's keep. Like, we didn't have to go there. But yeah, it was okay. Jamal liked it, which I was shocked. I was like, "You like this?" He was like, "Yeah, it's very informative." Blah 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 blah. So yeah. And that's the danger to telling these types of stories because then people will think. Not saying that Jamar lacks the intelligence of Googling. Shit. But maybe a 12-year-old will watch this and be like, oh my god, everything that happened in there is true. And it's like, no, that's actually not the case. Um, I'm going to circle back around to Netflix and their problem with quality. But Ooh. let me focus on the positive with Uncorked. I loved Uncorked. Oh yeah, I liked Uncorked. It made me cry unexpectedly. Oh my, I wasn't expecting that. Like, <laughs> I, I once again, I was like, I, I beg your nigger ass pardon. What did you do? What did you do to me? I didn't really care for the ending as well. Very anticlimactic. Like, I I know a lot of people are like, oh, you black people are so used to black movies being like so drama filled. And I was like, no, but it kind of just like, it ended, but I felt like there wasn't a lot of... There was no resolution. Yeah, like I didn't need theatrics, but I would have liked some loose ends to be tied up. Um, it was funny as fuck. I will it say that. Was. I also want to say Niecy Nash. Anything she touches, the range, the the range. God, I love that woman. The soundtrack was a great. Memphis, Tennessee ass soundtrack for your fucking nerves. I loved it. Is his name Courtney B. Vance? Angela's husband. Yeah, Courtney B. Vance. He made me feel things, so he's a great actor. Yeah. He made me hate him. He was getting on my nerves. Oh, I was like, leave him alone! Leave him <laughs> alone! But nah, um, it, it's the age-old adage of your parents want to, you know, your parents saw their parents start something, and you know, they kind of simultaneously got roped into it. So now you have these expectations of your child and so when your child doesn't meet your expectations, you know, I'm not going to tell the movie, but it's just like, that was something that was very familiar. I think that's also part of the reason why I cried because I was like, damn, not to this extent, but like, I feel this, like I, th- those pressure pr- parents for the most part are well-meaning, but also it's like they say the road to hell is paved with good intentions mm-hmm. and it's not always that it's not enough sometimes. So it, it hit me in the feels. I was not prepared for that. A gut punch. A donkey kick. A donkey kick. Like, bitch, how dare Like, Courtney to Kim. A donkey kick right in the plus. A tiger scratch. <laughs> hey, all you cool cats and kids. Um, the original Candyman is on Netflix as well. If you guys want to watch that. Oh, it's so good. It's so it it was nostalgia for me watching it because there were certain parts I forgot about, and I wanted to call my brother up at three a.m. I was like, "You had me watching this shit, girl. No wonder I can't sleep at night sometimes, girl. But then again, no wonder why I find comfort in horror movies. So thank you very much. You can have it. Um, I did watch a strap from Grace weeks ago. I forgot to mention it on this podcast. You you watched a hair piece from Grace. I watched a lace front from Turmoil. 
Um, that movie was not as bad as everybody made it seem. Like y'all were really putting twenty on ten. Were the wigs downright horrible? Fuck yes. Was Tyler Perry trying to act again? Very horrible. Yes, but overall, that movie was better than Acrimony to me. Like y'all were really doing a lot. So okay, it wasn't as terrible. I, your girl Brisha Webb. Yeah, yeah, I like. She still needs to go to acting class, but you know what? We should do what she could with what she had. She exactly that movie was not that bad. I mean, considering clearly, I watched worser. Yes, shout out to Future Tyler Perry production. What's worse? Who? What's worse? What's worse Acrimony. than a strap from Grace? Also, um, a fall from Grace or the Oval? Definitely the Oval by far. Oh. Ooh. Cordell is not perfect by far. Cordell is not perfect by far, but we made a vow in front of everything we love. Are you going to sing his eyes on the sparrow? His eyes. But nah. Uh. That, that movie really wasn't that. I was expecting like the last five minutes of acrimony for the next two hours that I was watching it. It really wasn't that bad. Fair. Um, now let's talk about bad in Netflix. So Kenya Barris put out a trailer for a show he has premiering on Netflix. Oh no. Comments already? Oh no. That is autobiographical of his life. It's called Black AF. <laughs> um so if you've never seen Blackish on ABC, this is the exact script of Blackish, except Kenya Barris wants to be famous now and he wants to be an actor. So he cast himself in his own autobiography biographical story of raising a mixed family with a mixed Drake as we said before wife played by Rashida Jones daughter of Quincy Jones who y'all have lost y'all motherfucking minds about when it comes to his legacy <laughs> stop, stop but I'll drag y'all bitches stop later stop everything, stop everything. Um, so it's Kenya Bears raising his half breed his mixed kids oh, <laughs> so I didn't mean them... to say half breed I'm sorry mulatto kids sorry <laughs> And how hard it is for them to navigate the world as a mixed family. I've never seen this story told before, and I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> Thank you, Kenya Barris. Thank you for always casting every light-skinned slash biracial woman on the planet. Thank you for giving them jobs. I cannot wait to watch this groundbreaking narrative from you. You're fucking lazy. I'm tired of hearing this story. I'm tired of seeing this story. Is it possible for you to write a story about an all-black family that does not include these classic mulatto tropes? Tell a new goddamn story. And stay your ugly ass behind the camera. Just because Tracy Ella Ross is dicking you down or whatever. I don't know who wears the strap in that relationship. I don't want to see you on my screen. Period. I don't want to see this shit. I'm tired of this. Can you tell a new story? And Netflix, why are y'all greenlighting this shit? Y'all quality for Strong Black League, it has gone down. It has gone down. And I'm sick of it. Y'all have the audacity to raise prices on Netflix when y'all turning out this shit. I'm done. So when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, so it's the black version of Modern Family. Okay. And that was it. Because I was just like... It's not even the black version because they're not black. Oh my god. 
It, some of them look like it's pregnant. so hard to be a biracial mom raising black kids and I don't so, know my identity. So that that was something that was confusing to me. So like is it a blended family or are they cuz <laughs> well you were talking about recessive genes and biology, you yeah, tell us. Once, so are his kids... So once again, that that 75% that like so so now it's like so instead of having 75% Caucasian we got seventy five percent nigga. So like in some of the kids, the nigga It's so like convenient fledged. But then in like three of the other kids, it's very like passing. So I was like, are they a blended family? Well like in his first marriage he had kids with a black woman and then, you know, he met her and had kids with her. So, cause like the kids all yeah. So I was just like so are we showing that like the nigga is poking through in some kids, and the wigger is poking through. Oh my god, not the W word. Ah, uh, really miss these white men are dangerous. Ah, really miss my niggas. Why come <laughs> you can sing it to just change it into a W? It's my wiggers. White people, white people. I really want to watch Malibu's Most Wanted. I miss, I miss my niggas. Like, I'm gonna get off this podcast and cry about how I can't see my friends. I really miss. Okay. <laughs> Are you gonna um, watch Black as Fuck when it comes out? Uh, probably just because I watch everything. Um, I, I hate watch everything. That's so sad. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just tired. Can we tell? Can we just? have a successful, not even successful, because I do feel sometimes as Black audiences, we put so much weight on representation, but that's because we have not been fairly represented throughout all these years on television when it's not mm-hmm. us being poor or living in the projects or, you know, Boys in the Hood or Good Times, like stuff like that, which are all great pieces of work, but there's more to us than that, which is why Uncorked was like a breath of fresh air to me. I could have been home watching Good Times. Um, how many more years is Blackish going to be on? Can we just get rid of the whole ish? I'm I'm done. I cannot. The whole ish, all of that. I watched one episode of Grownish, and that is the worst show on TV. Why would you do that to yourself? Haven't we established I'm the one who watches the terrible TV shows in this part? Oh my god! If we really want to talk about colorism, there, I really feel like they threw what's her face on there. Ryan Des, they just threw her on there so people could stop complaining about a dark-skinned black girl not being on the show. And when they try to tackle cultural issues, it's just not done correctly. It's just done half-assed. Like, <sighs> Gronish is terrible. Ooh. I'm just yeah. reading Kenya Barris today. If you need help, if you need writers, Kenya Barris, if you happen to be listening, you know, I ain't got nothing to do right now. I could actually tell you a story from a black woman's perspective. Ooh. You and Tyler Perry, your friend, you know, holla at me. Stop being fucking lazy with these tired ass stories. Um, now stories that aren't tired. I watched The Mandalorian on Disney Plus. Okay. Pure Baby Yoda content. An actual storyline that I could fucking follow because Star Wars does a lot sometimes. Yeah, Star Wars is overwhelming. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Star Wars is. Whew. 
it's a lot. It's I agree. It's a lot. But if I could follow it, I think you guys would like it. So if you guys got another free trial or if you actually pay for Disney Plus, I think it's only six ninety nine. Yep. Watch it. Um, Watch Real it. Housewives of New York premiered last night. I'm watching your, it right now. Get in your bag. My favorite aunties are back. <laughs> um, and I'm currently streaming the last season at Married at First Sight, which is fucking wild. I love that show. <laughs> um, so I saw today that Teresa Giudice's oh, and Joe, Nona. their dad died, and that made me sad because, like, I just remember watching episodes of the Jersey Housewives, and of course, Joe Giudice being a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> dad, Teresa's dad was like. I'll step in and you know and so it was very like they had especially when he went away to prison they bonded with him they were already close to him and I just feel like he had just lost his wife too yeah so it's just very sad and um yeah it just made me sad because I know they love no 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 was so sweet and he was always down to party like he was a drinker he was like good drinks good food and good sex was his motto and I was like me too no no me too did you see that um, Karen Gravano and her daughter have a show coming out on MTV? Yeah, and I was like, bitch, what? <laughs> if it's not Mob Wives, stop talking Right, about like, stop people. playing okay. in my face. Stop if y'all not going to have Drita on there throwing blows, I don't want to see the shit. Get up, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I did get BET Plus again. Ooh. You want to know what I watched last night? <sighs> I do I want to know? Everybody's talking all this stuff about me. You just I, watched, I just I finally watched. Just watched it. I finally watched the Bobby Brown story. Did you fry some cocaine chicken too? Oh my god, they did Whitney so wrong. They really did. I love Gabrielle Dennis, but I love her. her, and she actually did a good job. She did a good job, but they made her so one-dimensional, and all she cared about was crack. I'm like, all right, Bobby, you're doing a lot. I love that they recreated the um he and Bobby Brown scene when they were in the Bahamas. Do you like these these glasses? Glass, glass on me. <laughs> <laughs> I actually used to watch that show when it was on Bravo. Oh, back back. Bravo had that and Queer Eye as their only. Those were their only reality shows at the time. Yep. So yeah, um, I thought Woody did a really good job. I missed the days. Woody did a great job, and it just made me realize that Bobby Brown's life is fucking sad. Yeah, man. Loss after loss, bro. Like, lost his parents, both within a two year time frame, then Whitney, and then Bobby Christina, which we still don't know what the fuck happened to Bobby Christina. Right. Like, just saying. I was like, God damn, it's, it is very, um, it is a testament that he is still alive. Yeah, like that, dealing with loss from such a young age, his friend dying in front of him. Oh my God, the first like, two minutes. Yeah, I was just like, what the fuck, bro? Like, <laughs> like wh- how do black people in Boston prosper? Like, Boston seems like a terrible place for black people. They got to deal with racism. They got to deal with their friends dying. Like, it's just not a fun place. His friend died, and then his sister's fiance was killed in that drive-by. Right, it was just too much, bro. I was like, I can't every time he picked up the phone, I'm like, oh god, he's dead now. <laughs> Jesus Christ! 
Um, the one thing that was funny is the Janet Jackson story. Oh, yeah. That girl looked nothing like Janet Jackson. She had the voice down. Did she have the voice down? Did she talk like this? Hey, Bobby, I can't. I, I have to get married. You can't give me this car. I have to get married tomorrow to Elder Barge. But I'll come sit on your dick for like two minutes. Oh my god! They were really fucking in that movie. Oh my gosh! Oh, they was fucking, fucking. They was fucking, fucking. All the stuff about me. Um, that nigga who played Kevin Costner looked nothing like. (laughs) When Whitney was on the set of The Bodyguard. Oh yeah. yeah. I was just like, y'all are just, y'all lazy as fuck. But it was good. It wasn't as good as the new edition story. Right. I think, who, matter of fact, I might watch that tonight just for Prospect. Prospect. Man, the perfect. I day. need the Johnny Gill story ASAP. You need the story? You know what? Never mind. <laughs> if I would have went 20 more seconds, we would have got some hate. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, um, we need to give Bobby Brown his flowers before something happens. Right. Because we're not going to talk, I mean, new addition aside from such an early age, we're not going to talk about all these boy brands that created, that copied off the blueprint of people like Bobby Brown and new edition. Talk about it. <laughs> new kids on the block. But, um, copycats, uh, 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 culture appropriation oh my gosh yeah that's all I have for TV that's all the shit I'm watching I just want to give a shout out to AJ McLean Um, I saw that my heart my when the Backstreet Boys is in sync gonna go on a live you know what that's the shit that's the content I'm waiting like Britney versus Christina on hits because we know who has the better voice we know who's the better dancer. I'm talking box. Okay. Um, <laughs> on that note. Ooh, this wine is strong. Um, I know it was just going to be me reading Snoop Dogg and why it's so easy for him to constantly attack black women and not just him, just other niggas on the planet. I don't know. Who the fuck birthed you? It probably wasn't a black woman, the way y'all tell it. But it's just, it's so disarming to me, even in 2020, how easy it is for black men to disrespect black women and women in general, but more importantly, and more occasionally black women. Y'all are so quick to disrespect us and everything we do isn't right. If we wear our own hair, it's nappy. Um, If we don't wear our own hair, if we don't have our own body, our own body podgetory lanes with your replaceable hairline, like Ooh. it just lets me know the niggas who are always screaming out loud y'all have no dicks you are not real men you probably don't love your mama or know your mama or your daddy like Ooh. pull it together we're clearly in our last days like pull it together and stop having so much goddamn input on what the fuck we do go wash your ass okay go moisturize go get the dirt out of your nails stop discussing your daughter and her hymen ti like go do something productive with your life that's all i have to say Dirty Mount Beach. And shout out to Deja. Um, with that shitty show coming back, she'll be opening about opening up about her mental and you know her cases with mental anxiety and mental illness. Yeah. She's so well spoken to be the daughter of a nigga who doesn't know how to spell thesaurus. 
Oh my god. And then just respect oh. black women. That's my message. I mean I shouldn't have to tell you to fucking do that, but here we are. Here we are. Another day's journey. But I'm glad <laughs> about it. Because I'm always tell you respect black women. Um, Period. My on that note is I didn't realize I would have to still say this in the year of our Lord 2020, but pregnancy pranks are not funny. Um, Yeah, just don't do that. Looking at you, Cash Doll, and unfortunately, Electric Sky, both of y'all. Cash Doll doesn't even have eggs. What is she talking about? Okay, so y'all. She's 83 years old. Y'all can find me on. I still respect her as a black woman, but sis, you're not 28. You're 58. Living your truth, living your true age. No, I want to talk about this because you know I haven't been on the social media tip like that. She did a pregnancy prank. Yeah, she did. Why? Um, because that apparently people still do that. Um, I saw it and I was just like, and the thing about it is, for me, like I thought we as a culture, I thought we all decided. April Fool's Day was just not going to happen. Our life like, is April Fool's. <laughs> like, the, the world is on fire. The human petri dish we live in is on fire, bro. Like, it's, it ain't, not, ain't shit funny, okay? But um, I saw that. And so, like, anything I saw, I immediately was like, fuck you. You lying. But I saw that. And it's just like, number one, the Photoshop was horrible. And I'm like, bitch, how dare you? Like, I didn't play <laughs> my face like this. But two... So I'll be transparent for a moment. Um, I had a doctor's appointment on Wednesday and I got some, I don't want to say it's bad news, but I, I, I officially found out that, you know, at this point, if I were to get pregnant, it would be a miracle. So, you know, when being faced with my own issues with like fertility and the opportunity to have a child, I'm a little sensitive about it. I never thought I would be that person, but you 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 wanna hear God laugh, tell him you're a player. Hello. And so you know, for me to come back after being told, like, you know, if it happens, that's great, but you know, be prepared for it not to. To, you know, just see her playing on Instagram like that. Like, fuck you. Like, fuck you, bro. Like it, it's played. Like that here's my thing. Do something better. Like t- say, say you about to really tell us your age. That'll be a or that you have a hit day. album or a hit song. Ha ha! Jokes on tell, you. Tell us, like you know what? Like just yeah. It's just like it's so lame and it's so played out. So it's like whenever I see it. Also, um, someone posted this um shit where this woman faked a miscarriage on Facebook and I was like, you know what? I think I'm done with the internet for the day. Like I think I'm good. Like what's wrong with people? <laughs> I, I've had enough. So yeah. Um yeah, that shit is lame. Like above above me being sensitive and in my feelings, that shit's lame. Okay? It's lame. What about my Bay Alexis guy? Did she really try to do that? Yeah, she was like baby number two on the way fake ultrasound and everything and I'm just like Alexis you're better than this how many discussions do we have to have babe you don't need to do this I was just with her I was disappointed I was <laughs> as we are always with Alexis guy and her actions <laughs> not shocked but I'm disappointed I'm disappointed in cash doll because as old as you are you shouldn't be playing these games 
Like, you ain't how to play no games, but you don't even know my name. <laughs> Um, any last minute shout outs, any quick hits, rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle again. It's been a year since he passed away, tragically. Um, shout out to Lauren London child, for holding it down. Child to Hustle, if you're going to fight for custody of your child, take care of your fucking child. Um, don't leave your child in a hundred degree heat so you can smoke crack in your house. Allegedly. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah. Is China the sister or the baby mama? China's the baby okay. mama. Yeah, sad. That's sad. Um, I don't have any more shout outs. Well, just stay safe. I'm not going to tell y'all to stay y'all ass at home because clearly y'all are not listening anyway. So there's no point in even saying that. And from what I heard in South Carolina, the um Confederates are prepared to riot and pillage the streets. If McMaster actually decides to enforce shelter in place, I'll be honest with you for a moment. He needs to do it because I went to the grocery store today and the amount of traffic that was on the road made it feel like a normal Friday. Also, you motherfuckers are not enforcing the six foot rule. If I'm in the grocery store, like Publix, Harris, well, I haven't seen it in Harris either. Publix has put literal tape down to distinguish right. where the fuck you should be standing six feet away from someone. Motherfuckers yeah. still don't care. They still don't listen. Like, you and your one box of Triscuits can wait. Like, get the fuck back. Get yeah. back. I will say, here in Atlanta in Alpharetta, um, like, so, the, the first time we saw it was actually in the liquor store. They have the entire store mapped out in six foot quadrants. So, it's like, you cannot have more than one person in the square. And now each store that I've each store that we've had to go to when we've gone to get essentials, they're only allowing forty people in the store at a time. So literally, they're taking numbers of people who are in the store. You have to wait in line, and even when you're waiting in line, you have to wait in a six foot box to get into the store. So it's just like I will say, Georgia has been doing at least Atlanta. I can't speak for all of um Georgia, but Atlanta has been doing a decent job of if you have to go out. They're enforcing the six foot rule. So I think McMaster just needs to go ahead and put a shelter in place because well, grow a dick. Where I live it. in the suburbs, people are walking in the neighborhood, but they're still in big groups. Right. And then because we have these, we have our essentials at the front of our neighborhood, they're walking in these large groups and they're going out into this public place. Yep. And they're not yep. administering to the six foot rule inside. So lately, I've I only left the house probably twice this entire week because right. I need my damn sushi. I need my wine. Period. But niggas just don't yeah. listen. And then they're bring you're bringing your kids out too. Oh child, y'all motherfuckers don't listen. A Simon Says game would really fuck y'all niggas up. But yeah, go ahead and ride if he puts the shelter in place. Get rid of the less of y'all, so I don't give a fuck. And there's that. There's that on that. Broken premises, premises. I don't have Corona. I don't have He reminds me of um, <laughs> Patty LaHell. 
on YouTube and her <laughs> Maya Angelou um, impersonation she used to do. No lie, my whole girl Ty was like, if you close your eyes, you look at Maya Angelou. I was like, see, you are absolutely right. I don't have Corona. I don't have Corona. If I reach to check your One last question. Did you go to Quavo's birthday party? Yeah, girl, it was the latest ticket. I guess game. that two G network he was on. Who he should have borrowed some for Kate Nelson. Who? <laughs> Where can the people find you on Twitter? And Serge Ibaka's <laughs> DMs. Um, they can find me at K D A S H D I O R on the Instagram and the Twitter. Split me open. <laughs> <laughs> Candy man, candy right. man, candy man. Girl, girl <laughs> <laughs> I only said it three times. Oh my god, I cannot. Um, y'all can find me on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> so, like, Kiki will tell y'all, I had like a little flub last week, or probably the week before last, where I got a new, well, not a new job, I got a promotion at work. So, um, I've never had co workers before. And I've never had coworkers my age, so I did not realize that you know how identifiable I was on social media. <laughs> so at first, I was like, I have to change my name. And then I realized my name is legit a brand. Like, pe- my nickname is Ashtay Marie to a lot of people. So fuck the coworkers, except the ones I like. <laughs> if you see it, you see it, whatever. That's what close friends on Instagram is for. But y'all can find me at A-S-H-T-A-Y-L-A-M-P-M-A-R-I-E. You can follow the Perfect Mix LLC on Instagram. Um, I just posted a new two new recipes. And also follow our podcast at OTR Pod on E-I-G. I was about to say E-G-I-G. On I-G-T-V. Also, fuck Sephora. It's Team Alto over here. If you guys are home, bored, and you want to enhance Ew. your skincare... Um, I ordered some stuff for Glossier if you guys have any questions, but this is a now an Alta Oops. household. Fuck Sephora. Amen. Period. Her- Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. You know what? The blood is Jesus. <laughs> we will see y'all next time. Thanks for listening. We love y'all. Stay Bye. safe. We love y'all. Bye. Bye.